Hello, hello, hello. It is great to be back with you today. And today I am talking all about film reviews and why analysing films can be so beneficial for your own work. Now, you know how it is sometimes there are movies that really get under your skin for all the right reasons. Either the storyline is really gripping and it stays with you for days afterwards, or there are lines in the script that you find you go over and over again in your mind. And then there are the other movies, the ones that definitely leave an impression, but in all the wrong ways. And learning how to analyse films, good or bad, is one of the best ways to develop your own craft. Was it a bad film because the acting was wooden? Did the plot have more holes than Swiss cheese? Did you feel like it misled you on the genre and the actors didn't seem to suit their roles? Did you lose interest really quickly? To be fair, not too many movies make me feel that way. As a filmmaker, I always try to see the positives and I know how much effort goes into making a motion picture And if the one I choose to zone out to on a Friday night doesn't do it for me, it doesn't mean that the film is necessarily bad. It just wasn't for me. I wasn't the right audience. But as a filmmaker, it's really important to analyse the films you watch, what worked, what didn't, and why. You can learn so much from watching films that you can then apply to your own work. Even Quentin Tarantino says, I steal from every movie ever made. And there's good reason for it. Sometimes it is very easy to pick apart a film and I think picking apart the bad ones is often much easier than figuring out what worked with the great ones. And let's face it, it's often pretty fun to pick apart a really bad movie and it's almost like the payoff for having suffered through it is that you get to joke about it later. But if you want to make movies, then it's worth getting a bit more analytical with the films you watch. Learn, learn, learn. And if you're new to the Moonshine Moonshot podcast here, I am Sue Collins and I've been producing screen content for over 13 years. And this podcast is where I share all the knowledge I have gained and I share it with you to help you make better videos. I've worked on multiple award-winning impact films and I have traveled the world producing them. I have just launched the Moonshine Communications Academy, where I'm teaching more in depth about topics like how to define your ideal audience so that your projects get seen by the right people. So don't hesitate to go and check that out after you listen to this. It's moonshinecommunicationsacademy.com. So back to today's topic. Why does analysing films help you with your own work? For one, it can help you understand who the audience is for your own projects. If you're looking to get a project off the ground, one of the first things any potential funder will ask you, whether you're making a documentary or a major motion picture, is who is going to watch this film? Who is the audience? Whether it's Paramount, Netflix, Amazon, all the big players, they will know who a film is for well before they greenlight a production. They have to know who the audience is. And then that feeds into their choice of actors, location, wardrobe, everything. Everything relates to who is the audience ultimately that is going to pay for a ticket or subscription. If huge studios just made a film and hoped people liked it, 
they would simply not be in business. So don't be fooled by the bright lights and the idea that filmmaking is all art. It is a business like any other and films are the product. Now, I am absolutely not trying to diminish the incredible creativity and talent that goes into filmmaking. I'm just pointing out that the big players always start with who is the audience this story is for. And this leads me to the experience I had recently when I watched House of Gucci. Now, I have a lot of feelings about this film, and they're not particularly positive. Considering the biographical crime drama film was directed by the legendary Ridley Scott, who has brought us some brilliant films, I've decided that there's no shame in sharing my views on this particular one. And it's a good example for the particular topic we're on, which is reviewing films. So here it goes. This is my honest review of the film inspired by the family behind the Italian fashion empire and why I think it unfolds like a lesson on how not to make a movie in 2022. If you haven't seen House of Gucci, here's a really quick rundown of the story. It's based on the 2001 book called The House of Gucci, a sensational story of murder, madness, glamour and greed, and it was written by Sarah Gay Forden. House of Gucci follows Patrizia Reggiani, who married Maurizio Gucci, the heir to the Gucci fashion house, in the 1970s. The pair became one of Italy's first power couples and were regularly spotted on New York and Milan's heady party circuit. But after Maurizio suddenly left Patrizia in the mid-1980s, she was blindsided. Patrizia filed for divorce in the 1990s and when Maurizio began dating another woman, not long after, Maurizio was shot and killed by Hitman. Eventually, Patrizia was arrested and accused of hiring the hitman and she ended up serving more than 25 years in prison. It's an extraordinary tale of glamour, betrayal and murder and set against the dizzying world of high fashion. And it's shockingly all true. Now, I have to admit that I knew nothing of this story prior to clicking play to stream it one evening. And I clicked on it because the trailer sounded like it was going to be a comedy. After all, it was Lady Gaga starring in it. So how did the film adaptation get it so wrong? Well, for one, there was no cohesive structure. Now, if you've been following my blog for a while or you're a subscriber to the Moonshine Moonshot series, you'll know that I'm all about structure and formats. In fact, I dedicated a whole episode of the Moonshot podcast to video formats, which you can check out. It was called Why a Format Will Help You Make Better Videos, and it was in this series too, and it was episode number 24. In all honesty, I spent the first 40 minutes of House of Gucci thinking I was watching a pretty ordinary comedy, and then out of nowhere, it became a dour drama. And as I said, I had no prior knowledge of the story, so what was unfolding was pretty full on. And I was so perplexed by what genre this film was trying to fall into that after viewing it, I actually went back to my old copy of Blake Schneider's Save the Cat Goes to the Movies. And after half an hour of rereading his cheat sheet on movie genres, I still could not place House of Gucci into any of them. I am still confused. But the description biographical crime drama 
does sum it up. However, it lacks any explanation for what you actually see unfold on the screen. So my advice is use this film as a cautionary tale. If you are thinking about creating a video in the not too distant future, please don't suddenly switch genres on your audience midway. They will just end up feeling lost and confused and wondering if gremlins have in fact crawled into their TV and switched the program on them. The three-act structure is considered the cornerstone of great films for a reason, folks, but so too is keeping to the rules of the genre. And I would argue the first is to pick a genre and stick to it. For example, don't start in comedy and end in serious drama. So unless you're a brilliant filmmaker with an excellent track record, just don't mix your genres. But then again, House of Gucci was made by Ridley Scott, so even the greats can get it wrong. Keep this in mind no matter what type of video content you're making, whether it's a feature film, a YouTube series, or even just something to include in your company newsletter. If you want to make a video that's watched all the way through, a cohesive story and defined structure is the best way to go. So I'm going to say that again, a cohesive story and a defined structure is the best way to go. So what was another way that House of Gucci missed the mark for me? Well, the casting, it was just off. And I often say that casting really is the key. And don't get me wrong, for House of Gucci, there was some really great talent. And also casting is the key, but the script, the plot, the setting, the wardrobe, they are all super important. But if you don't cast the right right talent, your film or video can just end up being a total flop. Now, my critique is nothing against these actors themselves. The lineup for House of Gucci was superb and on paper it must have looked like an absolute dream film. Lady Gaga played Patrizia and she was actually, she did have a pretty uncanny likeness to the Italian socialite and convicted criminal. Well, Adam Driver, who is always, you know, a little bit, from my perception, the emotionally unstable Adam from Girls and... As Maurizio, he did seem like a good pick in theory too. But throw in El Pacino, Jeremy Irons, Selma Hayek, and you really should have had a recipe for Hollywood success. But I just didn't really feel a connection to anyone. No one was able to hold my attention or keep me invested in the story. I didn't like the wardrobe choices for Lady Gaga's Patrizia. It was way too styled for my taste and the script was just all over the place. You have got to cast people who are like your audience. They need to be relatable. So I think this advice is especially pertinent for your own video productions, particularly if you want your audience to feel inspired or ready to join your mission once the end scene fades to black. So let's dig a bit beyond the surface of casting the right talent. Mike and I uh, broke this down in episode 11 of the Moonshine Moonshot series. It's called Who Should Tell Your Video Story? And you can easily go back to that one after you've listened to this. Now, I am not the only one with these opinions, by the way. House of Gucci has been panned by the critics. A review in the New Yorker called it hollow, while the Irish Times labelled it plodding, pointless film. Even the Gucci family themselves have issued a statement saying that they are a bit disconcerted with the whole thing. 
One of my colleagues, Evie, here at Moonshine, she also had a few things to say about it and she commented, it's a great story, so it's a shame that it didn't live up to its potential. It was poorly directed, it was lacking cohesion, and they needed to give it more of a stylistic approach and lean into the flair of Gucci. It could have been a lot more fun. And I absolutely agree with her. It was a film about a fashion house, and yet it completely lacked the fashion. So I'd love to hear your take on this film if you have seen it. What did you think? What stuck with you? And what made you want to run out of the cinema? Just uh, message me at, at Moonshine Communications Academy on Instagram and we can have a chat about it. Now, if you're also thinking, ah, I'm not a marketing exec for Disney or Amazon, how am I going to figure out who my audience is? I don't have endless streams of data to analyze from past box office, Gallup polls or historical dates. Just don't panic. There are also techniques that are not proprietary or impossible for lay folks to access. In my online course, Define Your Ideal Audience, I teach a values-based approach to identifying your ideal audience through a plan that is easy to apply to any project. I use the ideal audience plan for all my own projects, so I know that it works. And you can check it out at www.moonshinecommunicationsacademy.com. So that was Define Your Ideal Audience and Can you believe in the month of September, there is a special offer where you can get a bundle where you can get two other courses plus define your ideal audience all in a bundle for the same price. So don't hesitate to check that out. Now that is a wrap on my rant for today. So don't let a bad film be a waste of your time. Analyze it and figure out what you can learn from it to apply to your own work. Now, finally, if you're thinking to yourself, oh my gosh, imagine if someone wrote a scathing review about my film, park that self-doubt immediately and head over to the Moonshine Moonshot YouTube series because every Tuesday, Mike Hill, my co-producer and I discuss all the ways to make impactful videos that wow audiences and keep them coming back for more. So just hit subscribe here or head over to YouTube and I'd love to know what you thought of House of Gucci. Speak to you soon.